You're listening to the WSR Insurance Unscripted Podcast, a behind-the-scenes look at the insurance world and products that are available with discussions and risk management opportunities. Each episode, we talk with one or more of WSR's qualified insurance agents about products and policies that will make an impact on your business. Trust me, you won't want to miss an episode and the opportunity to hear firsthand from WSR agents. Well, it's been a while, but welcome back to the WSR Unscripted Podcast. I'm Katie Roberti. If you don't remember, I'm hosting this podcast and we're excited to continue it with WSR Insurance throughout this year. We've got a couple episodes lined out already that we're excited to share about. We have one on apiculture, which we have not done yet. We're going to meet some of the agents at WSR and hear from them firsthand why they've been at WSR so long, what excites them about insurance. Yes, insurance can be exciting and just get to know the WSR team a little better this season. But today we are going to talk about something we talked about in the very first episode, and that's livestock risk protection. And we've got Matt Griffith joining us to talk about that. So Matt, welcome back to the podcast. I can't believe it's been a whole year since we started. Yeah, it went by fast, but hi, Katie. It's great to see you, and thanks for coming in and doing this. Absolutely. It's always fun to hang out with your team. I know I keep saying that, but the WSR team is just fun and like easy to be around, so I enjoy it. What is new with you and your time at WSR? Maybe just catch us up to speed. Oh, absolutely, Katie. I've been at WSR since 2013, so it's been a decade, and it's gone by really fast. We've made lots of changes within the agency and our expansion and our reach. Um, I think we've gone farther than anybody anticipated with having agents now in the Midwest, the mountain states. So we're a lot bigger company than we used to be. Um, We have more agents in the field working with different products. And for myself, that's pretty exciting to see that happen. My involvement began in 2013 with Jim Van, and we focus primarily on the farm and ranch products. But before that, my background, I'm a fifth generation rancher based out of Northern California. If those of you that listened previously remember, Jim was on that episode and he's not here today. So yeah, Jim got tied up with the weather and meeting. So he apologizes that he couldn't make it. We'll miss having Jim, but Jim, I hope you're enjoying listening to us from afar. As far as other news, we at CCA brought on a new member to our team. So we have Maureen Legrand also joining us on the podcast today. She's going to be asking questions as well. So thanks for joining us, Maureen. Thanks for having me, Katie. Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about livestock risk protection. As I said, we had it on episode one. So we've talked about it before, but we were just chatting about offline, kind of some of the exciting changes about the product as far as what's happening with markets. Things have changed. You've been getting a lot of calls on it. So let's start there. Uh, What's kind of new with the product and what are you hearing from customers and producers? There weren't any major product changes this year from our last episode. It's still very flexible, no upfront premium, lots of different coverage levels available. The main thing that is different this year as opposed to when we recorded um, the episode in April is just the offers and the market as a whole have skyrocketed. So now I'm really excited for a chance for producers to ensure profitability. Before that wasn't really the case. We were kind of ensuring break-even numbers, but I was just pulling up today's quotes on March 8th, and for a 900-pound steer, there's an offer available in November for $2.23 a pound. So that's over $2,000 a head on a 900-pound steer. That's kind of eye-opening for myself, for me to look at because we've never seen those type of numbers available. 
comparatively, like if you had to guess, what was it maybe a couple months ago? A couple months ago, that $2,000 per head number would have been $1,870 or so. The board was up today. And as we talked about in the previous episode, the futures market in the morning helps establish what the LRP offers are going to be. And at the end of the day, the CME final index are what settles the contracts. So that is exciting news. We were talking a little bit about what is kind of driving that. Well, you know, it's just the fact that the cattle numbers across the country are down. Supply and demand. There's less supply and there's still quite a bit of demand. The, the people that are speculating are thinking that these prices are going to go way up. I'm not sure. You know, it's there's so many factors and there's so much volatility in the sure, global yeah. econ- economy right now. That's where I think an LRP today is important because now we're protecting a person's profit. Or if I'm looking at purchasing some stalkers to run over the summer, they're going to be expensive to buy. This is a safety net when you go, you can protect your sell date to ensure some sort of number against that final index where you know you can afford to what, what it costs you to operate. With U.S. cowherd numbers being the lowest they've been in handful of decades, I think the last number I heard was the 60s. I'm sure that's playing into it as well. Fortunately, in the California, we've gotten plenty of rain and precipitation recently, but we know the rest of the country is still in drought and cowherd numbers can't build up quickly, even though we just got some rains. Maybe that's the driver of it. What are some of the attributes of an LRP policy um, that you want to touch on real quick? Well, the biggest one is there's no upfront premium. And that change happened four or five years ago with the increased subsidy amount, the premium is now due at the end of your contract. So it doesn't affect your cash flow. Um, We settle at the end. After your calves have sold, the date that your coverage ends, that's whenever you pay a premium if money's owed. The other nice thing about it is you can protect your sell month. So if I know that, hey, I'm going to be selling my spring calves in November, that's the date I'm looking at protecting is that November offer. It's also a very flexible product with lots of different coverage options available to you. So there is no one size fits all. And you don't have to do a 50,000 pound load. It's a per head basis. There's lots of levels of protection available, but there's also different prices that are on the market. Another thing is that it is subsidized by the USDA. So it is traditionally less expensive than a traditional put option would be for the folks that are used to hedging their cattle in that manner. I'm sure as a producer listening, it's nice to know it's customizable. One size fits all probably doesn't fit a lot of ranches. So all of those attributes of this policy probably are really helpful for you as you're trying to sell it. So Matt, why would a cattle rancher purchase LRP and why would they be excited about it? Well, for myself, having purchased a dozen or so of these contracts, I'm more comfortable with the offers today as opposed to years past because they're bigger. I also like the fact that when I first started buying them, we had to pay for the policy the day we submitted it. So that's a nice change. But honestly, the biggest thing is with an LRP, you're not insuring what you sell the cattle for. You're insuring against the CME final index. And that index, it's auction yards in a 12-state region. It's the Plains and the Midwest states that drive it. But when I'm looking at these offers and I see the November 1st offer of $2.23 for a 900-pound steer, the index settled yesterday at $1.88. So now we have $0.35 per pound that we can protect from the settlement number. I do think this is an opportunity for a person to not only ensure their profitability, but we're talking about 
the market having to go up 35 cents per pound on a nine weight steer for these LRPs not to at least break even. So that's kind of what has me the most excited is the difference in the projected price as the current settlement number. I think hearing that producer to producer, that's probably comforting for a lot of your clients. You guys understand agriculture, you understand ranching because you're doing it every day. Well, I will say I know a lot more about ranching in the cattle industry than I know about insurance. So (laughs) I appreciate that. Anything specific about LRPs that you don't necessarily love or that you kind of like to point out to customers as they're approaching you about it and getting started? Well, there's two primary things that still cause me a little grief with the product. And the first one is communicating to the producer, the rancher, that this is not a guarantee what you're going to sell your cattle for. What you're betting against is that CME final index. That's your competition. That's what we're insuring is that final index number. And then the other thing that I don't really like is that CME national index, that final index number, it never includes our producers out in the West Coast. That number is derived from the Midwest and the Plains and in that 12-state region. So how do you look for that sweet spot and coverage to find the best offers? How do you guys go about that? Very good. Well, Katie, with that, our agents watch the futures market every day. We compare that to the final index number, and then we can we compare the daily LRP offers so we can see a jump. If there's 2 or $3 per head difference, we can watch that go up and down, and we can kind of find trends in the market. And then what we also try to match is the different coverage levels because you can buy a cheaper LRP that it protects at, say, 70% of what the expected value is, all the way up to 100%. When you see that 100% available to you, typically those are what we want to focus on because now you're getting the most coverage that is available that matches the final index. I don't know about you, Maureen, but Cal Poly, I took an ag business class and we had to study futures and track them and monitor them, and I wasn't great at it. As far as a producer looking for someone that knows it, I think that's a benefit right now of WSR, just hearing you tracking it every day. We talked about trying to find that sweet spot would probably be pretty hard to do on your own. It would take a lot of time every day to see where the index is and to see what the offers are and then compare the two and compare that to the week before. And we do that on a daily basis. So it it is time consuming if you're out on the ranch and you're trying to get through and check your cattle and make sure your daily chores are done and then come in and spend two hours a day looking at it. It is time consuming. Yeah, and it definitely as a livestock producer, I think that would be a great benefit to know that your agent is looking and seeing the daily numbers and knowing. And actually understanding them. Exactly. And having someone understand them and explain them to you if that's something you're not fully familiar with. As far as other products, anything else timely going on through WSR and available right now that you want to we're in March, so anything for springtime that you want to bring up or highlight for producers or flag? Yeah, well, that's the nice thing about WSR. We really are, we brand ourselves as a one-stop shop. So there are 20-some agents that are focusing on the livestock products, but the customers, the ranching community probably doesn't know is there's another 10 or 15 agents that are focusing on health and benefits, ranch and liability, workers' comp, life insurance. There's somebody in this office that can handle any insurance question that pops up. One thing that is timely right now, with all the precipitation we've been having in the West, is our fire insurance. It's really nice. We work with a company that doesn't exclude any ground. We can do your deeded ground, your leased ground, BLM, Forest Service, even state lands. And you don't have to do all of your acreage. You can pick the spots that are most likely to have a fire event, and we can focus on those. But just to give an idea about what is available, in California, 
you can insure up to $20 per acre for grass. So for $100,000 worth of protection, it only costs you $2,500. With all the moisture that we've had this first half of 2023, I do think the fire concern will be something that producers might have interest in, especially in the Western states. The downside is we have to have the, the policy in by June 1st, and there is no penalty for getting started early. You just get extra days of coverage. So that's something that is available that I feel like is timely at the moment. Something that ranchers sometimes don't consider on their day-to-day budgeting is life insurance policies. For our younger ranchers, I will say if you're interested, there's a lot of benefit to buying a life insurance policy when you're young. You know, As we get older, they become more expensive. But as we talk about estate planning and how to protect the family ranch, life insurance is something I do think we need to probably visit more about. That's a great point and something... I don't really think about, I've never once thought about getting a life insurance policy. In the past probably decade, estate planning has become more normal and more frequently talked about in agriculture, especially, but that's a great point you brought up. Yeah, no, really, really great point, especially for those young producers that are coming up or going to take over a family's operation to understand estate planning and life insurance policies. Yeah, and really, the younger you are, when you buy your policy, the better deal you're going to get, because that rate doesn't change. And we can set it up for any amount, any length of time. I think that's something a lot of young people probably don't realize or know about because you would never think, you know, in your 20s that you would go seek out a life insurance policy and just to know that, you know, you could get it at a more affordable price now versus 10 years down the road. Absolutely. It might interest a lot more younger people. Absolutely. I want to jump back to fire because we've talked a lot about, like just in conversations with producers and when I see ranchers and just in general in the media, people getting canceled because of fires being in their area or close to their area? Is there any coverage that's excluded? Like if I had a fire near my property last year, is there a chance that I wouldn't be able to get into this policy? Uh, Katie, with this product and when we're just going to be insuring your grasslands, they haven't made any exclusions based off fire history. They told us there was no changes for the 2023 product. Okay. So I'm anticipating all ground will be eligible. And you can insure private lands as well as public lands, correct? Absolutely. Any type of ground you have that you're running a cow on, we can insure. Okay, good to know. So as we get closer to June, I know, like, for example, with PRF, the deadline changed and you and Jim are always stressing, like, get your stuff in by November 1. When should people start calling you? I'm sure you don't want them calling you Memorial Day weekend saying, I want a policy. When's the best time for people to get in touch? Can they get in touch now? Well, that's a great question. It leads me to, to my answer where I forgot to mention that when you purchase the policy on June 1st, there is a 14-day cooling off period before the policy takes effect. We are getting customers reaching out now. I think that's very wise on their behalf because we don't know when it's going to warm up and how quickly and when fire season is actually going to start. We know right now it's wet. It looks like there's going to be a lot of dry feed left. So there's no reason that a person that knows they're going to need fire insurance shouldn't reach out now. The rate isn't going to get cheaper. You're just going to get extra days of coverage. Anything else happening at WSR or just in general that you want to touch on before we wrap up? I know the Sacramento Kings are doing well, and that excites you. (laughs) Yeah, as a sports fan (laughs) that um, has lived through, what is it, 16 non-playoff seasons, I'm thankful the Kings are winning. At WSR, we're adding agents, and we're bringing in different skill sets. You recorded some today where we have people now that are dedicated to the whole farm product. We're expanding out into grapes. We're really trying to get agents that are dialed in to their product lines and familiar with the options that are available in their areas. 
So that is, that's exciting. Yeah. You just mentioned we recorded an episode today that will be our next episode. So thanks for teasing that. And I'm excited about it because you'll kind of get to meet more of the team from WSR. Uh, Matt's done a great job on the podcast. Jim's been on the podcast. Kevin did a great job on his episode on the podcast, just kind of talking about insurance and how he's seen it change over the year. What I took away from today talking with three new agents that I hadn't talked with is there's a long history of the people working at WSR, um, the people that are here are committed to WSR. And I just think it's going to be exciting to hear their stories as we continue the podcast and really look forward to introducing them to everyone on the next episode. Yeah, we're excited too. And from being here the last decade and working with the ranching community, I'm very proud of the fact that our agents haven't changed. It's You'll, you'll see the continuity. And so that makes me happy because that that feels like on our side, we're doing hopefully the right things and, and our customer base is pretty much the same. So I take a lot of pride in that. Yeah. And I think that that shines through even when I see your team at events, you can tell your team, you're not just there individually. I'm excited for everyone to get to hear that episode coming soon, but until then, hopefully I didn't just jinx the Kings. And <laughs> I think I did that. <laughs> I don't know. It could be either one of us. Go Kings and don't wait until Memorial Day weekend to call about fire insurance. We'll yeah, be- please don't. I, I might be a little cranky. <laughs> <laughs> Get those in now and we'll be sure to link all the information to reach out to Matt and the rest of the team. Yeah, and that's um, something I, I failed to mention, Katie. For information on the, all of the WSR products, you can go to WSRINS.com. And you'll see tabs across the top that list all of the different areas that we offer insurance in. Perfect. Maureen, any final comments, thoughts from you? Just going with the Kings. They better light the beam tomorrow night. There we go. Perfect. Light the beam. All right. We'll be back in a couple weeks with our next episode. Be sure not to miss it. And thanks for subscribing.